You're listening to your favorite podcast, Strictly Grizzness. Today we're going to be covering the Bulls game, the Mavs game, OKC game. Also going to be talking a little about this Portland game coming up. That's all that and more on Strictly Grizzness. First team all defense. First team all defense. No choice. Conley for three. What's up, everybody? My name is Mo. Here today with Austin and Henry, my co-hosts. What up? Hey. We also always have Kyle back back here. He's not saying much, but doing a lot. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk about this Bulls game. This this Bulls game. Bullshit game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 109-107, Grizzlies lost. Shocker. Yeah, well, I mean, Jonas hit a bullshit three at the end of that game, too, so they really lost by five. Yeah, forget about that. Yeah, it did count. Yeah. But Avery Bradley was all over the place with 23 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. Uh, didn't compare to Zach Levine, though. 30 God. points in the game. Avery Bradley, man, he just – he's on fire. He's been killing it, and unfortunately it's all going to waste for the most part. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, there's not much to say about that game. I mean, you, you, you come in and you lose – the second game out of two against the Bulls in the season, you, you lose yep. to a team that's, that's right. trying to lose once again. Yeah, that's both times we played the Bulls, we both we've times. lost. That's that's those are probably going to be the worst games. Once we look back at the schedule, those are going to be the worst losses I think for the Grizz this year. I mean, you got it. when you when you're playing teams that are trying to lose, you have to take advantage and win the game. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's right there with that Cavs game a little over a week ago. We don't want to talk about that game. <laughs> but there were still, hey, even though we lost, there were still some highlights. I mean, Holiday had that put put back dunk over. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. It's like Archie. Yeah, I don't even know his, his first name. His last name is Archie Diacomo. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I'd screw that up if I tried to say that. Archie Diacomo. Archie Diacomo. Archie Diacomo. <laughs> it's fun. I wish he was on our team. It's yeah. a tongue twister. Um, it, toward the end of the game, though, you know, we we cut it down. It was a four point game, and we were inbounding the ball. And Jonas comes and sets a screen, and the defender on Mike Conley gets a little physical with Conley, and Conley takes a fall. And uh, madness ensued, and the ball just we, – we inbound the ball, and it just goes out of bounds, and, and it's Bull's ball. Yeah, basically game over for the Grizzlies. Dude, the refs don't care. It's, it's ridiculous that Mike Conley's been in the league this long, and he gets, he gets treated like he's a rookie by these refs. I mean, it's like the refs think that he doesn't know what he's talking I about. I do agree. And he, he doesn't – he doesn't come out there and, you know, compl- I mean, LeBron, we've seen LeBron get in, co- in refs' faces and not get technicals. I don't think he's ever gotten a technical, Mike Conley. Mike Conley? Uh, uh, if he has, it's only one. And it's yeah. either one or zero in his career. I think he's had one. He's I got think he, he's yeah, had, I think had was, one at Yeah, least. I think he's had one literally uh, this season, and I think it was the first technical in his career. That'd be interesting to look up. So he's he's not going to be the player to freak out like if he misses a call. Like Mike Conley's probably going to be up like, ah, you know what, I'm sorry, that was a Bad call, but oh man, there's so many times I've seen him walk up to the ref after a bad call, and instead of getting in the ref's face, he sits there and it looks like he's trying to reason with him, it's like, like a you know, pat hey, on the back. This is how basketball is played. Then how does this make sense? You know, that's the way he talks to a ref as mm-hmm. as to where other players sit there and scream at the refs until they get what they want. I can't do this anymore. Uh, no names being said, but dude, listen to what JB said about this. Games as he's played, as many moments as he's been in, 
as many times as he's been knocked to the ground, a guy who continues to be classy and carry himself the right way and continues to be disrespected. It's insulting that I have to sit up here and have this conversation at this point in the season, at this point in his career. You're goddamn right. It has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, this year. Nothing has changed. Mike has been, you know, one of the toughest players that this league has. You know, he never settles. He continues to go into the paint. You know, he does what's right for his team. He does what's right by his teammates and organizations. You know, the guy played with a broken face because it was the right thing to do and didn't change his game. At some point in time, somebody should show him the respect, the common courtesy to allow him to be treated the way that you know, the rest of the league is treated. We're not asking for more. That's the thing about it. We're not asking him to be treated differently. We just want him to get his due. JB was not happy and turns out you know, the NBA does their two-minute review. Turns out if they were going to call a foul, it was going to be a foul on Jonas Valanciunas, so he still would have lost the game. So, I mean, I'm, I agree with JB, though, 100%. That's no, no, I, I agree. Like, throughout the season, Mike does get does get disrespected. That's 100%. But in this one scenario, it wasn't a foul. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It wasn't going to change the game. But I, I will say, I mean, I agree Conley doesn't get really a, a fair – fight in some of these games but I also I'll say I think this is a problem the Grizzlies have as a whole and have had over the past few seasons I mean there are numerous examples where players have had fouls called on them that weren't really fouls or they've had you know no calls on plays where they just get murdered in the same game too you'll see like one team playing aggressively and they they won't call any fouls against them and the Grizz had the same kind of play and they'll call I'll call anything on. I mean, I re, we should be used to that. Used to that by now. Yeah, but it's easy to tear away, tear against the refs, man. It's fun. It's yeah. always fun. Yeah. It is annoying though. But I mean, if we did get the foul, even though it wasn't a foul in the two minute review, if we did get the foul call there, we would have gotten, we would we would have gotten free throws and the ball because the foul would have been called before the ball and before the inbounding. So we would have gone – we could have had a chance. That would have made it a one-possession game if we would have made both free throws. Yeah. It would have gone to a two-point game and us getting the ball. So it could have changed the game. Just another perfect example of Memphis getting robbed of yeah. a win. I mean, yeah. But, well, Just hey. a little unlucky. Yeah, but moving on to the next game, uh, a little turn of luck. We actually beat Luka in the Mavs 81-111, to uh, even though Luka was all over the place, 22 points. Uh, four rebounds and two assists, but Valanciunas came out to play, man. He came out. Dude, 20 points, 10 rebounds, double-double machine. He just goes into the paint and just starts bumping up guys. It's kind of like young Mark when he liked to bang. Boom. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's a highly efficient player, and he, he's he's playing really well right now, especially these last few games. But, too, you got to realize that the Mavericks, other than Luka having those 22 points, they only had two other players in double digits. Literally, two other players. I mean, it was just a god-awful performance for them. Although, honestly, they may have just been really trying to lose, uh, given their draft pick this year. Yeah, after losing that game, that doubled the Mavericks' chances from keeping their draft pick. So, that that might, that oh. was probably the reason why they wanted to lose that game. 
Whatever, man. A W is a W in my I'll, I'll take it. Oh, I'll yeah, take I'll it take it all day. Especially when it's a 30-point W. That's right. Those, those are the best. Yeah, what was that the Grizzlies' largest lead of the season? Yeah, I think it was the largest win, too. 30 points. Yeah, so largest lead, which is awesome. Um, Javon, always, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's always great to, to beat the Mavericks, though. Really, anybody from Texas. Shots fired. Yeah, Javon Carter had a nice little nice little game in, in a short amount of time that he played. He got 15 points. What do you have, like 12 minutes? Yeah, 12 minutes. Eight, four for six from three as well. Yeah, he was yeah. on fire from behind the arc. I'll take it any day of the week. Avery Bradley, 15 points. Yeah, he's still killing it. Yeah. I'll take that as long as it keeps going, too. I'm not. I'm surprised. I, I didn't think Avery, Avery Bradley was going to be. What he is with the Grizzlies. I don't think anybody did. No, nobody did. I mean, I'll eat crow on that all day. I mean, he, he's averaging 18 points over the last eight games. That's pretty insane. Especially for what we were, we thought we were getting. Okay, I, I got a question for y'all real quick. Let's just do, let's do a little game here. Um, if you had to give Avery Bradley a 2K rating before the trade and after the trade, what would you what would you rate him? Let's, we'll start with you, Austin. Uh... Golly, fictitious rating. Um, I'd, I'd say probably like a 77 or 78, something like that. That's before? That's before, strong. before maybe, you know, you know, preferring or uh, preferencing the, the defensive side of the ball. But uh, afterwards, I, I'd bump him up a few points. I'd, I'd go to a strong 82 or an 83 right now with maybe like a, uh, you know, impact move or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Impact move. Yeah, impact move. Super dribbling. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you. All right. Before the draft, I'd say I'd give him. I'll be totally. I mean, I'm going to be totally real with you. A low seventy. So probably seventy two, seventy three. After this trade, I don't think I don't see him breaking eighty, but definitely like a seventy eight or seventy nine. It's like Austin Rivers numbers over there, man. Dude, two K two K ratings are messed up. Yeah, I think that 79, 78 sounds right. I don't know what he was before the trade. I would think he would probably be low 70s because it's Avery Bradley. Yeah. And he was playing like shit. What was he averaging? Um, three points a game? He's, yeah, he's averaging bad. Three, he wasn't three, three points a game. He wasn't playing. What, he was like 3.3 is what he's averaging on the year. Well, now he's kicking ass for us and I mean, I don't think they're going to make him like a Superman. But it will be an 81 rating. 81 rating after. Okay, so we got okay, I'll say I'll take the uh I'll say a strong 78, 81 from Henry and what'd you say? I said a strong 82, maybe an 83. Okay, so 80 we'll go Which low. Which you going to go? I'll okay. go 82. 82? Okay, okay so 82, I feel better about the 82. 78. All right, and let's see what it is. Low. I just want to have fun. Let's get a let's get a real quick drum roll here. Oh, 76. 76. Hey, I was the closest, so you guys owe me some money now. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, that was for money. Yeah, I'll, I'll get my wallet. <laughs> Don't hold your breath there. While we're on the topic real quick, Luka Doncic has an 87 rating. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Is this updated? <laughs> yeah, I think so, I guess. Jaron Jackson's an 80. Jaron Jackson's top three on the rookie ladder uh, behind Duke. Uh, I was going to say Duka. Luka. Trey Young's a 79. <laughs> Marvin Bagley, who everybody continually forgets that he's a rookie, and by everybody I mean myself. I can, I constantly think that he isn't a rookie. I mean the guys. The I guys forget about him. Well, it's because everybody's talking about De'Aaron Fox for the Kings. I mean nobody's talking about Bagley as much.
Oh, hey, didn't see you there. It's Bruce from Bruce's Barn Doors and Barbecue. When I wake up in the morning and kick open my barn doors and eat my barbecue, there's only two things allowed on my radio. Celine Dijon and the smooth, silky tones of Strictly Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all major podcast providers. All right, well, back to real life. OKC game. Played them in OKC. Lost by four points, 99 to 95. Again, Avery Bradley all over the place with 27 points, five rebounds, and seven assists. DeLon Wright killed it too. DeLon Wright was a beast. That's awesome. 17 points, eight rebounds, and six assists. What killed us, man, was Westbrook in the uh, fourth quarter. Man, he just showed Let's up. See, to play. he didn't. He didn't do much the whole game until like the last quarter. Yeah, I, the Grizz couldn't do anything. Yeah, and I. Uh, Honestly, it was like that first two minutes. He got a foul, and then and then uh, like a couple minutes later, he got a tech. I was really banking on him just being ejected before the half because he was he was he Wish, came out wishful thinking. Oh yeah, I, mean, I knew it wasn't going to happen, <laughs> but I was really banking on it. I guess you could say, yeah. but if only. I mean, we did. We played well though. I mean, yeah, we, definitely we were winning well. a lot of the game. We, we, we oh no, we we were leading yeah. all. We we won all three quarters and then got beat. Like thirty-two to twenty in the fourth and lost. Yeah, and it wasn't until like the last minute and a half that they caught the lead. Yeah, um, I mean we, we, they just couldn't play defense in the fourth quarter. They couldn't stop them. But uh, Valanciunas turned in another good game as well. He had a double double, sixteen points, thirteen rebounds. It double is double machine. It is weird seeing this Grizzly team though with this kind of faster pace instead of the slow. You know, we're gonna take our time with it. Well, hey, Kyle Anderson's ball. coming back. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, Why did you have to bust the bubble like that? In the meantime, <laughs> Bruno's been playing a lot of minutes. Good. He the played Brazil- 28, 28 minutes last night. You address him as the Brazilian KD from now on? Not yet. I don't, not yet. Yeah, I don't want to insult Kevin Durant by doing that. <laughs> not yet. But he had 11 points in 28 minutes <laughs> last night. He cares about insulting Kevin Durant. The guy has fake Twitter profiles to stand up for himself. Yeah, dude. You see that? Yeah, yeah, he's got what burner accounts, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, they're definitely a faster paced team, um, and you saw that with Delon Wright. You saw that with Avery Bradley. Uh, Valanciunas was getting it in, and even Joakim Noah, man, Joakim Noah is making that comeback that we need. I mean, it's great that he's with the Grizzlies. I, I, I've never hated Joakim Noah, but the fact that he's with the Grizzlies and making this comeback mm-hmm. makes it even better. I'll tell you, I'm going to enjoy my time with him because I don't, I don't think he'll be back with us next year because I think he's played enough, well enough this year to to make someone else pay him, you know, an actual good contract, not just the, yeah, not the league minimum which he's getting paid this year. I hope he, uh, I hope he decides to stick it out with Memphis because I don't know, just we have that we have a different environment here. Yeah, I, I mean. He is different, all right. Yeah, but I mean, next in year in a good way. In he, a good way, though, he'll be able if he if he <laughs> keeps playing this well this year. And I mean, you know, he's only on. They only got him till the end of the year. He then next year, like a a team that can make a run, actually signs him. Joe Kim may may get another ring. I don't know. Do you think he'd want to stay in the West or the East? Yeah, I think he'll go. I think he'll go anywhere, wherever they can get him a ring yeah. and yeah. pay him. Now, if someone like the like the Knicks paid him that ridiculous contract and he never played like a a full season for him. He just they basically did what we did. The Chandler paid him to leave. Uh, I don't think he'll do that again, unless the money is just stupid. I don't even want to talk about that guy. 
I will Sorry, say, I brought him yeah, up. I, I will say on the Oklahoma City game, it was kind of – it was a tough game for the Grizzlies to lose because this was one they, they could have maybe gone in there and stolen. Uh, you know, Paul George wasn't playing in the game. Oklahoma City – yeah, Oklahoma City had lost four in a row coming into that game. Uh, you know, and, and the Grizzlies literally were leading the entire game almost. Uh, it, it, those are just tough to watch. You, you get emotionally involved and you start getting excited, thinking, oh, they got a chance, they got a chance, and then the fourth quarter rolls around and they get their ass stomped. Maybe just because Robert Perra posted a picture from Pat Kazakhstan, him holding a falcon during the game. How about that? Yeah. Look at that guy. Dude, we're over here struggling to get a W, losing games for the dumbest reasons, and our owner, the guy who's like got final say on most of the shit that we do, He's just out here playing with birds in Kazakhstan. First of all, who takes a trip to Kazakhstan for a vacation? Look, he was he was in search of superior potassium, okay? They are the number one exporter of potassium, and all other countries have inferior potassium. Yeah, and heroin. Well, I hope to heroin. God he's staying away from the heroin <laughs> over there. Oh, um, dear God. He I I like it, man. I think this is this could, you know. If you don't play well for the Grizzlies, Robert Perry's gonna sick the Falcon on you, and he's gonna kick your ass. Dude, I'm just saying, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be going on vacations, that's fine. You're rich, you can do whatever you want. You have a team of people that's supposed to, you know, take care of this team without you. But go somewhere cool, man. Don't go to Kazakhstan. Go to like the Bahamas. Go to like Cancun or. Dude, I bet he's been dude, those places multiple. Yeah, times. I bet he goes anywhere. Kazakhstan, and everywhere. man. And he posts what? a picture of him in Kazakhstan. Why not? That's cool. I guess you can't whatever. tell me you wouldn't try falconry. Yeah, I'll do it in the Bahamas. Where the fuck are you gonna get a falcon in the I Bahamas? I guarantee you, you go to the Bahamas. There's well, yeah, I'm sure there. there's. I'm sure you could bring one. Yeah, hey, man, we have this. We have the falcon. Yeah, man. Forget the falcon, dude. I'll use a monkey. I guess I you. Monkey. I guess you go to Jamaica for your falconry. I'm, you know what? That's my goal this summer. I'm gonna raise up money. I'm gonna go to Jamaica. I'm gonna find the falcon that lives in Jamaica, and I'm gonna send you a picture. And I'm gonna be dressed the same way. We're, that we're gonna Ferris go fund me going for you on that. Donate five thousand dollars to Mo to go to. The Bahamas and train a falcon. I don't even need that much. It's called the, uh, what is it? The one falcon con- Dude, contest. Dude, you'd blow through or, five no, grand one, in like a challenge. week or two there on bar tabs. I swear, that, that would, you'd never what, touch a falcon. In I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, after about five <laughs> days down there, you'd be like, what falcon? What are you talking about? My, I'd probably find like a pigeon. Be like, here's your falcon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friggin', all right, Robert Perry in Kazakhstan. That's good, I guess. Well, at least Robert Perra wasn't wearing the Borat swimsuit. What's up with the vanilla face? Dude, that would have been awesome. That would have made that a lot better. I wouldn't be so not upset. Speak, but I wouldn't speak be for so. yourself on that one. <laughs> if Robert Perra posted a picture on the on the internet of him wearing the Borat swimsuit with a falcon on his arm. Vanilla face? I'd be proud to call that my, my team's owner. The, the glove you, for the falcon would be the most clothing he'd be wearing. I, I, I can't. No. No. He, my owner is not wearing a Borat swimsuit. But you're okay with them taking vacations to Kazakhstan? Yeah, dude. It's, it's swim, freaking but snow. One of the things that when, if you go to Kazakhstan for vacation, you should be obligated to take at least one picture in a Borat you know, swimsuit. There were guys, I think, that did that. Yeah, I know. I, I, mean, I don't, I don't know how arre- great the, they got the locals arrested. would feel about that. They got arrested. They got arrested? Pretty sure, I, yeah. yeah. Kazakhstan got pissed about that movie. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with any Kazakhstan people. I Kazakh- bet their Kazakhstanians. I bet their jails suck. Oh God, they dude. probably don't have a jail, man. Oh, dude, you get... I bet they do. Yeah, I bet it's fucking awful. It's just a 
just a hole in the ground with like bars on top. You ever seen Dark Knight Rises? That's where the that's where their prison is. The hole in the middle of earth. That's what, that's what it just throw like. your ass down there <laughs> yeah. and say good luck getting up. Yeah, here's some rotten vegetables for dinner. Is <laughs> that potassium? Yeah, potassium. <laughs> oh, Robert Perry. Did y'all see that uh, Snoop video the other day? He's really pissed about the Lakers. How bad they're doing. What he offered his box for like five bucks. Yeah, dude. He's he's done. He's done with the Lakers. And it's fucking terrible watching my Lakers play. Somebody got to go. Fuck the shit. Somebody got to go. Matter of fact, a lot of niggas got to go. Starting with the coach. Well, this shit ain't going to work. This is not the L.A. way. Ship all them niggas out. These sorry motherfuckers ain't going to do shit. Nothing. Get LeBron some fucking help. Because these goofballs ain't going to do shit. They sorry. They fucking suck. I'm selling my fucking booth right now. I got a booth for the next two years, three years. This year, y'all can have it. $5 for the motherfucking booth to the Laker games. $5 is the price. Anybody can have it. All the homies hit me. Blow me up right now. Snoop Dogg is pissed. Yeah, it turns out those uh, that was a false offer. I tried to reach out to Snoop Dogg, and I haven't heard anything back. So, oh, I'm sure he, he probably already sold them. They gone. You're going to see him on the, at the next Lakers home game. He's going to be up there in that box. Can y'all believe how bad the Lakers are doing, though? I mean, it's, it's just it's four and a half back it's crazy. from the Spurs for the eighth seed. I mean, they have a 1% chance of making the playoffs now. It, it's it's never been done. So, dude, LeBron went. This late in the season. Not, yeah, it's not going to happen. LeBron went to the finals eight years in a row, right? And he was in the Eastern Conference. Or During those eight years, the Eastern Conference was known to be the weaker conference, you know? Dude, yeah, he's awful. Yeah, no, he so, he would literally just like walk to the playoffs. That's what, he had really not much competition in the Eastern. He'd play like uh, half a series, like basically at the the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, right, that, yeah. that's kind of like the the hardest matchup he would have. And then the year he decides to go to the Western Conference and go to Lakers. Now look at the Eastern Conference; They're, it's it's insane over there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because they know stacked. they know it's ripe for the picking. So they all those four teams wanted to go out and get. Right, you know, as many players as they can. They're like, "Oh, this is our chance." Yeah, why not? Right. So instead of just having one pretty good team and then LeBron's team, they now have four or five really, really good teams in the East. But the conference is, you know, itself yeah, is after extremely that, top. Heavy. After that, it's. Yeah. I mean, they got they got three playoff the 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 eight, seven, and and six seeds. The eight and seven are below five hundred, and the six seed is five hundred record. I mean, that's that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. But no, what I was going back to saying was that, you know, when he left the Eastern Conference and went to the Western Conference, now the Eastern Conference is stacked. Western Conference is still stacked. Uh, he's not even going to he, – he, there's a chance he's not even going to the playoffs. This, like, no, he, he went from no, no, he's finals, not. Yeah, he's, he's not going to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. He went to finals eight years in a row. Then he tried to switch – you know, everybody was saying, oh, well, you know, if he was in the Western Conference, all this. And then all these LeBron fans are sitting here saying, oh, dude, LeBron can do it anywhere. He's the beast. He's the GOAT. No, dude. Like, that just proves it. He couldn't do shit. He was on the Lakers – he had Kyle Kuzma. He he's he was well, I mean, he was working on AD, but that didn't work out. <laughs> he still is working yeah. on AD. <laughs> yeah. Brandon but, Ingram. But anyways, but the point being is that he went to the Western Conference and it just showed the world that, you know, and you can't say it's oh well it's his team's fault, dude. He took the Cavs to the finals. The Cavs are shit. He took the Cavs to the finals. And well, he had a stacked team, dude. He has the same caliber of players in LA. He's just he's ruined all chemistry there because. All, his, all, all the players know that you know if it's up to LeBron, they can get traded. They already got coach leaving. 
Yeah, Luke Walton. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Which is messed up because I'm pretty sure he was planning on retiring. From what I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard in the beginning of the season he was talking about this could be possibly be his last season as a coach and he'd retire. And all Luke? of a sudden... Wait, Luke Walton? Yeah. He's young. He's really young. I think he's LeBron's age. Well, I I think he's still full coach. Well, I don't know. They're firing him. If he's so. going, if he's done, go somewhere. He'll he'll go down. They were talking about on the radio today. Uh, maybe um, I, that, Arizona, bat, like the college Arizona uni, University of Arizona, hire him after they get rid of Miller this year. Yeah, Sean Miller's gonna be gone. Don't get me wrong, man. Like I, I don't think he did say he was gonna retire, but there was speculation <laughs> around it, him retiring, or possibly that's what it was. Maybe it was him moving on to a different part of his career or something. I don't know. It was something about him not being <laughs> if in you, LA. If you but, suck and, and they're going to force you, if LeBron's going to force you out, then you're just going to have to go. Ridiculous. <laughs> but if you do well, then we're going to keep you. That's that's what it is with LeBron teams, coaches. I mean, Marcus Oh, Salt yeah, you're, you're he's, the, he's the owner, player, GM, coach. I mean, LeBron, that's, that's the whole package when you get him because that's the only way you're going to get him. But he, he agreed. He signed with this team. He agreed to go play with these players. He was all optimistic about it. Said, "Oh, he's excited to work with these young guys and to be patient because he's at the point in his career where he wants to take on that, you know, kind of role." And we didn't even get through half a season before he went back to his old childish ways. So I, I you know what, he deserves whatever he gets. It's the first time since what 2004, 2005 season that he ain't going to be in the playoffs. It, it's it's, it's first pretty, time in a while. Yeah, what Zion Williamson was four years old. Yep, <laughs> the last four years time old. LeBron missed the playoffs. Crazy. Yeah. LeBron James, kind of. I think that just kind of killed—not really killed, but that's gonna put a dent in his legacy, you know. Especially, well, especially if after this year they don't get any more like you know big players to come play with them. That he's you know wanting they they will AD and everything. Way they won't. They stopped. uh, I believe they stopped talking, or they they paused uh, negotiations with Carmelo. Right, Ooh, yeah, it's a game changer. Carmelo well, no, to come in and lead the team back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just happened. They were just saying like bringing Carmelo in there. Yeah, if they I, were going to go to the playoffs, yeah. but now they they have no shot. So it's like, why are we going to bring you in? God, Carmelo. Plus, Carmelo is not really a great locker room guy anyway. We're going to save our already terrible locker room by bringing in. Yeah, if Rajon Rondo wasn't bad enough to have in the locker room, let's bring in Carmelo Anthony. And Lance Stevenson. You already got him. Too. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. We got to forget about all Lance. LeBron's favorite person. <laughs> I love it when Lance messes with LeBron, dude. So, guys, y'all think they're going to take down the the Blazers? Yeah. You want to do a prediction? Yeah, I predict that the Grizzlies will lose. I had the score. I think it's going to be 108 to 95 Blazers. 108.95, that's actually that's actually pretty realistic. I'm going to say it goes, we're playing here at the Grindhouse, right? It's in the Grindhouse. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go 101 to 105 Trailblazers. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I'm going to say 112 to 97 Blazers. Oh, you, you think we're going to get blown out? I mean, I guess we are missing – we might be missing a couple players, but – Well, not only that, but Portland is just an efficient team. They they score pretty well. Uh, they, they put they're up – They're top team in the West. Yeah, I mean, they, they're Fat. they're good, and the Grizzlies don't often score over 100 points, so. Fat Tuesday, downtown Memphis, though, is wild. I'm sure that – I'm sure the grindhouse is going to be packed, and our fans will be there to, to help out. 
Well, yeah, they'll they'll be liquored up, that's for sure. Oh yeah. When are they not? I mean, you got to deal especially with especially on Mardi Gras. Yeah, you, you, you look at this disaster of a team. You, you have to find some sort of getaway. I don't know what I'm saying. All right, <laughs> that is a getaway though. Yeah, Mo, we'll get you in the forum tomorrow and get the uh, first girl with some beads. Yeah, it is a family atmosphere, so I don't know how many <laughs> girls' beads are going to be. Oh, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, these are like family events. They're not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's an actual Mardi Gras yeah, event. Family events with grown men drinking liquor and yelling, telling the refs to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know. Fun for all the family. Just don't sit too close to the court. <laughs> <laughs> or or do. I don't know. I don't care. That's how it is over there. <laughs> yeah, depends on if, if your kids can do some earmuffs. All right, well, we got Portland coming up. It's going to be an interesting one. If if everybody's out that we just talked about, if Mike Conley and Avery Bradley are out, then, yeah, I could see Portland just blowing us out They'll of the water. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Conley and Bradley will play. Oh, Jaron Jackson, too. Jaron Jackson's still out, too, right? We didn't say that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's out. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got it covered. He's out for a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think pretty sure we won't see Jaron the rest of the year. Right. It, yeah. It's most likely that's what's going to be. That's for the better, you know. Yeah, there's no mm-hmm. reason. I agree. Yeah. Well, Fat Tuesday, Memphis versus Portland in Memphis at the Grindhouse, 7 p.m. Central Time. Check it out. Go support your Grizz. Have some drinks. Do what you got to do to get through this. Yeah, game. do what you got to do to watch the game. <laughs> but uh, I think that's our time today. So my name is Mo. Here are my faithful co-hosts, Austin and Henry, and the man behind everything else uh kyle so till next time guys we'll uh talk to you later <laughs> so uh, bang bang uh, skeet skeet <laughs> <laughs>